this is AM590, The Answer, with your host, Anthony Patrick, Roadmap on Real Estate. My companies are New Harvest Ventures, LLC, and New Harvest Realty, Inc. Our BRE number is 021-3694. You can reach us at 909-694-2221, and one of my team members or I will personally answer your phone call or email me at anthony at anthonypatrick.net with any real estate questions or concerns. With me on my show is my beautiful wife, like always. Mindy, you want to talk about the real estate part of our uh, companies, please? Thank you, hon. Hello, listeners. It's great to be back. My name is Mindy with New Harvest Realty. And if I can help you find or sell your home, give me a call direct at 909-297-0425 or email me at mindy at newharvestrealty.com. If you're a veteran or a first-time home buyer or just looking to purchase a home, Give me a call if you're renting and wondering if you can qualify to buy a home. I'd be more than happy to assist you. Thank you, hon. So listeners, understand why I am doing this radio show to help you have a better understanding of all avenues of real estate from flipping properties, acquiring rental properties, tax liens, probates, foreclosures, mentoring, and much, much more. Understand I have a team of experts that are willing to help you and guide you and find a solution for your real estate problems or concerns. Call me. It's free. Let's talk. And don't forget, I do buy houses for cash. Let me buy your house. I buy houses any condition. Let me make a fair all-cash offer on your property, and you will not pay any commissions or closing costs. Need money for your next flip? Give me a call. Money tied up in probate? Give me a call. You can reach me again at 909-694-2221. My guest today is Brian Morgan from Corporation Services, a good friend of mine, a longtime friend. We've been doing business for a while now. Brian, could you talk about your company and how they can get a hold of you, please, and your websites and all that? I can, you bet. Um, One of the easiest ways to get a hold of me, once again, my name is Brian Morgan. I'm glad to be with you today. Um, Anthony and uh, Mindy have been great friends of mine over the years, and I just wanted to share with you a little bit about a company called Corporation Services. What we do is we do anything from entity structuring to um, trust uh, tax documents and taxes as well. Um, But today we want to talk a little bit more focused on something else. Um, Well, not something else, but um, the best way to get a hold of me is call me at 877-688-3859. Once again, that's 877-688-3859. Or you can email me, uh, Brian, B-R-I-A-N at crpsvs.com, excuse me. Um, and that's the best way to get a hold of me. Um, I can help you with most um, issues that might come up when you're looking at properties as well. And you know, something he was talking about, what we're going to talk about today is planning ahead with living trust. That's our show topic today. But again, um, I, I got like, uh, I received, I should say, uh, the proper, uh, if that, that's that correct. I received at least 20 to 30 uh, emails on talking a little bit more and hitting on the subject of planning ahead with the living trust. Cause with this virus and, you know, a lot of our elderly are passing away on this virus. So um, I think it kind of spooked them in to keep sending me emails and things of that nature. But um, this is what we're going to talk about and uh, we're going to go forward. So um, Brian, what is a living trust and how, you know, how does it work? Can you explain it to me? Yeah, I can. Um, the best way to deal with the, what a living trust is, a living trust is a document that's generated to help your predecessor, your spouse, children, 
um, anyone that you uh, want to leave your estate to, um, avoiding probate and a lot of attorney fees if you don't have a living trust. Um, wills and other things are part of it, but if you create a will without a living trust, you're destined to go through probate. It's just one of those things that are going to happen. So living trust will help you avoid probate. Um, and that's why living trusts are so critical um, that people implement those uh, before they're passing. So how can it help me? So as an individual who owns properties and things of that nature, uh, in nature and um, I have LLCs, how, how can this help me? How can it help that individual if you can, like from the, from the person that's like, oh, I can write a will and that's all they need to do. They got to uh, understand a little bit more about this. So how can it help them uh, in uh, creating this living trust? You know, Anthony, as people think um, wills are a cure-all, wills will actually make sure that you go through probate um, because wills have no limitations. They don't give direction a lot on where you want your things to go. So the government's going to determine how much your assets are worth, and they're going to take 10% of what the value of your properties are or what your estate is. Um, sure, there's some limitations, um, but when you create a will, if you don't create a living trust in conjunction with that will, you're guaranteed probate taxes. Now, if you want to if you pass and um, you want to will the government 10% of that money, if it's a million dollars, if you want to pay $100,000, that's your choice, but you can't avoid it by establishing what they call a living trust. When you have assets that you want to um, give to certain people or you want to um, direct those assets, you can do that by means of a living trust and there won't be any probate taxes that apply to that. Now, state taxes and other things are, um, you know, something else outside of what you're dealing with a living trust. But if you don't have a living trust, expect your um, deceit, your descendants to have to pay 10% of whatever the value of your properties are, are going to go to probate tax. And that's a guarantee. It's not just something that I determine or anyone else. Wow. So can you explain multiple uses of the trust? Um, I can. There are, um, when we talk about um, different trusts, there are trusts that they call land trust and land trust help um, so that one, if you want to move a property out of your name and put it into an LLC, you can't do that directly without a, um, having to pay taxes on the sale of the property. So if you put the property in a living trust and then transfer it into the LLC, that's a different story because you're not conveying the, the property. You're just putting it into a trust, which is still you. And then that trust can be owned by the LLC. Thus, it avoids one, it avoids probate taxes if anything were to happen to you, and it also takes it out of your name so that it's in an LLC to protect the assets. Um, living trusts, unfortunately, don't protect the asset. It can help a husband and wife because if a husband um, for, or a wife has any litigation that comes against them, half of the assets are already protected in the other spouse's part of the trust. So there is a way that assets can be protected in, in that fashion. Um, multiple uses of, of trust, you can use them as land trust. You, the one we're talking about is a living trust, and that's a living uh, land trust as well as um, the living trust. But living trust deals specifically with um, you putting your assets in the living trust, directing where they want to go, and avoid the probate tax. Um, other trusts can be implemented to help you, one, protect those assets much better, and also take them out of your name because the intention of doing the living trust is so that one, your name is not listed on every piece of property. It's not listed on um, 
things that um, you own that you don't want everybody to know that, um, trust can help. Um, one, by either using a nominee or by creating a separate trust for each individual property. Um, and that's not expensive once you get started in the process. Um, so there are many ways you can use those as a multiple use trust. Um, they come in handy, particularly if you want to avoid the probate tax and give your assets some protection. So can you give me some examples of some people you dealt with or a real a life example that, um, you know, has come your way? Um, I can. Um, and let me, this is pretty close to home. Um, I, I am connected with an individual that uh, created a trust probably 25 years ago. Um, the assets, his home and, and other things were put into the living trust. And then he decided to remarry. <laughs> One of the challenges that we face when we make changes, we have to change trust accordingly. Now, if in that second marriage, if other children um, are involved, um, normally when the second spouse, he marries the second spouse, a lot of those assets are going to go directly to um, the second spouse, disinheriting most of the children. So you, you just need to make sure that when um, there's multiple individuals involved or second marriages or whatever, the trust will help spell out where you want those assets to go so that one, you don't have a fight, you don't have an argument, you don't have litigation that you're going to spend thousands of dollars on or tens of thousands to try and litigate. The, the trust can take care of that as long as you take the time to put it in writing and then it can be there. Then everybody will know how you wanted those assets distributed, how you wanted it all taken care of. Um, we're facing that obstacle right now. The trust is great, but there's other things that come into play um, that we were unaware of. So be aware that if you want to control it, you got to put it into the trust. You have to document it. You have to say, this is what I want to do with my assets or you and your spouse. Um, you come to some agreements on that, Anthony. And that's the best way to try and avoid a lot of pain for your descendants and other people and to know exactly where you want to go with it. Thank you so much. And I, and I have a reminder on my phone once a year to believe it or not, probably around in December, one of my cleanup type of things is like, hey, do I need to change anything on my trust? So, or, you know, any, you know, something like that, because things change. Update I mean, changes. You update changes or whatever, or, you know, acquiring more properties or, or what have you to put on there. So, yeah, I, I understand that. So, again, thank you very much. And again, it goes so, so fast talking to you. So, Mindy, can you take us to break, please? You have been listening to Anthony Patrick Roadmap on Real Estate. Thank you for tuning in. We will be right back after the break talking more on Planning Ahead with the Living Trust. Hello, this is Anthony Patrick. And Mindy with New Harvest Ventures and New Harvest Realty. I've been blessed to be a real estate investor and mentor for over 15 years here in Southern California. I learned the art of flipping houses from the ground floor as I started as a handyman. I have helped hundreds of people across the country achieve success in the real estate industry by sharing with them what I have learned. God has blessed my husband and I with our marriage of 26 years along with our real estate businesses. We are so excited to share all we have learned by helping others with their real estate needs. Tune into our show, Roadmap on Real Estate, here each Saturday at 12 noon. If you need help in any way with any real estate questions about investing in real estate, please give me a call at 909-694-2221. Or if you're looking to buy or sell your house, call us again at 909-694-2221 or go to our website at newharvestventuresllc.com. That's New Harvest Ventures, LLC.com.
AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Anthony Patrick Roadmap on Real Estate. If you're just joining us, we are talking with Brian Morgan from Corporation Services. On the first half of our show, we talked on what is a living trust, how can it help me, and Brian explained multiple uses of trust and gave a couple of examples. Also, don't forget, you can hear all of our recordings of our past shows on newharvestventuresllc.com. That's newharvestventuresllc.com and on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, hon. So trust working with LLC or LP, can you talk on this, please? Yeah, if we um, want to begin to, one, protect your assets, currently, as well as um, provide it so that the probate isn't an issue down the road, um, what we could typically do is most of the assets are either listed in your name um, or the individual's name or a spouse or someone else. Um, and that brings a lot of uh, legal responsibility upon that individual if something were to happen. So what typically we do, um, where they're currently listed isn't as crucial because we can take a living or a land trust and we can put the property in the land trust, and then we can transfer the beneficial interest into an LLC the L- or a limited partnership, either one. It depends on the states um, that you're dealing with right now, California. Um, LLCs, if they're a multi-member LLC, um, which means that you're just not the only one named on it, gives you much better protection in California um, and many, many states. Um, limited partnerships, on the other hand, um, in many states are a little bit stronger, but we determine that by the state. So what we do is we take the property, roll it into the, or put it in the trust, and then roll it into an LLC for asset protection. If your home's paid for, and now with um, much of the uh, interest that you pay on your homes completely being wiped out because of the deductions, um, itemized deduction schedule A's are becoming less and less and less needed um, because there's um, so much, I mean, I'm if you have deductions in charitable write-offs of about $24,000, you are going to have some deductions. If not, then that mortgage interest just goes to waste. So you, can take that benefit. Thank you very much. Sorry about that. Hey, listen, so for our listeners, what, what is the paperwork they need? I know we're going to talk about the planning br- uh, blueprint, but how long does it take? You know, like now I want to do this. What paperwork am I going to need? Or like, how does it work? Like I call you and could you give me an example? I can. Um, there's um, an organizer that we've prepared that when you want to start a living trust, um, we send you the organizer and it's got a, a, a large array of questions that you need to go through. They're private questions that you fill out and you send them to me. And then we go through a step-by-step process um, where you'll list your assets. Um, you'll tell me what um, assets you have and the banking information so that one, that can all be put in the trust. Because if it's not in the trust when we start, um, then it has to be, um, we, we change titles, we change um, property recordings, we do an awful lot that allow it to be in the trust. If it's not in the name of the trust, then the chances are you're going to go through probate for some of those assets or outside. Um, to, to go from start to finish, let's talk for just a minute. Trust typically um, can be generated within a couple of weeks. Um, that's the generation process. But depending on how many assets you have, um, what type of assets, 
Um, we have to get the list of those. We have to prepare um, documentation to take the county recorder's office. They have to be recorded, changed, and in the name of the trust. So the trust itself can be, um, a land trust can be created very timely within just a matter of a week. Um, but to move the property and protect it, what our, our overall layout, Anthony, is we come up with a blueprint that we prepare after we have our first consult. Um, that blueprint gives us a guideline of how long the process might take. Um, unfortunately, creating a living trust just isn't like sitting down and sending a document to the state because there's a lot of if, ands, and buts. If you have property that is outside of California, for example, or if you have multiple, multiple state properties, the trusts have to be recorded in those states as well. Otherwise, they will go through probate in those states that you don't reside in um, or that you don't you know, currently have residence. Um, so there's a good case scenario would be a couple of weeks, um, a little bit longer, depending on your blueprint. That's why we do the blueprint, because it gives us a way to look at your case scenario and then come up with a plan. Then you know that, OK, this is going to take me two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Um, but that's from start to finish. That's getting you documents. That's getting property titles changed. Um, there's a lot of process then with some people that may have 10, 12 pieces of real estate or they may have two or three. Um, that has a big bearing on how long it's going to take to, to get everything implemented and, and put into place and to protect you the best. So talk, talk, talk a little bit more about the blueprint uh, for the people out there that don't understand what the blueprint is. And I understand it because we've done so many, but touch a little bit more on the blueprint, please. Part. Okay. Um, when, when you fill out the organizer, we get the organizer back. And from there, I determine one, um, are there some benefits of putting some LLCs into place? Are there some benefits um, or do we have to deal with multi-states? So what I do is I take, a, it's, uh, if I could show you on the radio, I could show you. <laughs> but what it does, it basically takes each one of your assets and I put them in either an LLC, a land trust, or a living trust. And I document where those pieces of property need to go. And then you can look at it in a picture format and say, oh, that makes sense. This my home can either go into my personal name, particularly if I'm going to sell it in, in two to five years. I have to live there two years in order to get the tax write up. So there are some things that we break down. We put in written format. We put in a picture format um, that you can exactly see and say, these are the things I need to do to perform my living trust. So that one, I know that it's going to work and work the way I want it to. And it'll tell everybody what my desires are. Then we can follow that blueprint and say, what do you want to focus on first? What's the biggest priority? Then we break that down and start working on the blueprint. They can follow the blueprint. If we have to alter it by any means, we create a, a change on the blueprint, send you another copy. And that way, then you can see they have a picture of what this is all going to do for them and how it's going to benefit them and their beneficiaries. So that one, there isn't a 10% probate when you get through all of this. Or did I leave something out? There's what they call a pour over will. There are ways to, to make sure, but you got to have them in place in order to make sure that one, they're going to do what you want the trust to do. And that's give your, your decedent, deceit. Yeah. What are they called? Um, your dependent, dependent family, those people yeah. who hard for to benefit from what you've done. Thank you. Now, if, okay, real quick here, because I know we are running short on time. If you have only a will, 
and your parent, you know, they both pass, just God forbid. Let's talk about that and then talk about having a trust. So having, having the uh, trust, what, you know, what is, why should I have the trust? Just not only the will, because I know it's going to affect. So I want you to talk about that. Um, when my parents passed away, my parents had um, a will. Um, they didn't have a, a large amount of assets, but they had a physical will. Um, there are some limitations that say, okay, if, if my assets aren't over a million dollars, then um, I have some limitations. I have some room that, that I'm not going to have to file or you know address it. But if you only have a will, know that any assets like your home, um, anything else that you have will go through a probate process. Wills automatically declare your, um, your assets, and those assets then will be probated by the state that you live in. Um, so that probate typically ranges 10%. So if I put a trust in place and I put all of those assets in the trust, I'm not going to have to have my, my descendants pay 10% of all my belongings for probate tax, not including attorney fees. So if you want to give the government 10% of your assets, don't create a living trust. Just go ahead and donate 10% of it, give it to them, and then avoid the whole hassle of it. Trust and wills work together. So if you created a will, then we just need to create the trust so that people don't worry what's going to happen to my assets. How much taxes am I going to pay? Why do I want to pay those taxes? I don't. 10% to anybody if I can pass it on to my um, beneficiaries, if I can pass it on to my family. Why not give them 10% more so that one, they can live a little bit more comfortable? That's the difference between just having a will and including the living trust. The living trust pays a key component on making sure where your assets are going to go. If you have um, an heirloom that you want to give to somebody, the trust spells that out. Sure, a trust, I mean, a will does as well, but you will pay probate on that, that inheritance um, or the, the funds that are in the, the will. You know that right off the bat, you're going to pay that 10%. Um, and it may be higher. And if it goes into litigation, then you got higher attorney fees. So preparing that trust is going to be the, the most crucial thing you can do to know what's going to happen to your assets once you pass on. Thank you, Ryan. So we're winding it down here. So do you, can you tell them how they can reach you again and your phone number websites, please? You bet. Anthony, it's um, Corporation Services. Best number to reach me at is 877-688-3859. And also the best email to get me at is Brian, B-R-I-A-N at C-R-P-S-V-S dot com. Um, either one of those will get to me um, and I'd be happy to at least help you prepare the blueprint so you know what's going to happen. Thank you again for coming on the show. So, Mindy, take us home, please. I highly recommend you, Brian. Thank you. Join us next week on Saturday at 12 noon. This is AM 590, The Answer, with Anthony Patrick, Roadmap on Real Estate. From New Harvest Ventures and New Harvest Realty, you can reach us at 909-694-2221. If you're looking to buy or sell, please give me a call direct, 909-297-0425. God bless, pay it forward, and be kind to others. And don't forget, wash your hands. 
Hello, this is Anthony Patrick. And Mindy with New Harvest Ventures and New Harvest Realty. I've been blessed to be a real estate investor and mentor for over 15 years here in Southern California. I learned the art of flipping houses from the ground floor as I started as a handyman. I have helped hundreds of people across the country achieve success in the real estate industry by sharing with them what I have learned. God has blessed my husband and I with our marriage of 26 years along with our real estate businesses. We are so excited to share all we have learned by helping others with their real estate needs. Tune into our show, Roadmap on Real Estate, here each Saturday at 12 noon. If you need help in any way with any real estate questions about investing in real estate, please give me a call at 909-694-2221. Or if you're looking to buy or sell your house, call us again at 909-694-2221 or go to our website at newharvestventuresllc.com. That's New Harvest Ventures, LLC.com.